Hello and welcome to another episode of Little Cover the Podcast. I'm Abdullah. I'm Tom. And we got a lot to talk about. Oh dear lord, we have a lot to talk about this week. So let's uh let let's let's talk about the sad news first. Um George A. Romero is no longer with us, unfortunately. That's very, very sad to hear. And for those that are too young to remember or didn't grow up, you know, watching his movies, he was basically the guy you can thank for the oversaturization of zombies in the media. Because he was the first guy to do that. Yep. He, you know... I actually, actually met him. He's a nice guy. No, oh, he, he, he was a sweetheart. And, yeah. Uh, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, I met him the same year where I met Stan Lee, so that was back about 2013, give or take, so about four years ago or so. Yeah, four years ago. Yeah, so yeah, I met him back then. Um, nice guy, really nice guy. And uh, I, I, you know, he 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 was the re- he was you know he did Dawn of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead, Diary of the Dead. Day of the Dead. I think Day of the Dead is my is my favorite personally out of all of them, because uh, Day of the Dead was was a was a great movie. Um, was much more brutal, and I like the fact that it was set in like an enclosed location, like similar to similar to the original Dawn of the Dead. But I honestly like Day of the Dead a lot better because they had that asshole character who got his um. Got his intestines eaten out, and and he's like, choke on it, choke on it. Love that, yeah. love that so much. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite Romero movie, Day of the Dead. I know yeah. a lot of people. I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people love Night of the Living Dead, but Night of the Living Dead for me personally hasn't aged really well over the years. I mean, personally, yeah. I mean, some of the acting is pretty meh, and uh, and some of the social commentary is so outdated now. Yeah, kind of it. I mean, Die with the Dead. I wasn't a huge fan of that, to be honest. Oh, that was that's his weakest movie. That was the yeah. easily the worst of, of the bunch. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a shame he has passed away, and he has done a lot for the genre. Of horror, especially for zombies, especially, and um, he inspired a lot of young people to become movie makers and to work within the industry. Yeah, I know, and I mean, and he's he's one of the icons of horror. When you think of like you know movie directors, um, you think you know Wes Craven, Toby Hooper, John Carpenter, and 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 uh, George A. Romero. Yeah. Like, those are the iconic horror directors of our time. Oh, yeah, for sure, definitely. And it, it's sad because... Uh, it, it's sad because I think... I think my problem with Romero is that... He never found another genre that he worked could, could work well with. All his other movies aren't that good compared to his zombie movies. I mean, he's tried directing other stuff. I mean, he tried doing that vampire movie, Martin, and that was not very good. I mean, I give him credit for trying something different with the vampire mythos, but he just does not... He he was not very good when it came to... when it came to more character-driven stories. 
Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, because he wasn't very good with that. Yeah, I yeah I can perfectly understand that. It's like there've been some instances when it, some of his stuff has worked, especially zombie stuff. But outside of it, it unfortunately hasn't. And you know, and and I think, and I'm not I'm not trying to 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 like you know to to you know kick him while he's down. But I mean, I'm just saying that as good as he is, as good as he was when you did like zombie films. He wasn't good for anything. He he didn't. He wasn't. Um, he had his weaknesses, and that's why. As much as I love him, I I don't. I can't really rate him as high as as a lot of people, other people do. To be quite honest, because his biggest flaw, in my opinion, is that he could not direct actors properly. He really cannot. Yeah. Like that was one of his biggest flaws, and. And that's fine. I mean, not a lot of directors or some directors are, are are better visually than they are when it comes to directing actors. And some some directors are just uh, not very good visually, but they know how to direct actors. And Romero fell into the category of he did not know how to direct actors pretty well, but he could, you know, when it came to scener- setting up the scenery and visual uh, visual effects, he was fucking amazing at that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like he, he, like again, going back to, um, Day of the Dead, I think that is a beautifully shot movie that still holds up to this day and has some amazing practical effects. Some of the practical effects in that movie are just so amazing. Like you have to see it. If you have not seen it, watch it. It's really great. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, I mean, if you never get a chance to watch his zombie films, they're inspired so many different generations of filmmakers and people who want to get into horror specifically as well. I mean, go and watch his stuff. It is, some of it, like, like we said, still holds up. It's still very entertaining, very enjoyable. And I, I mean, it is, it is a, it's sad that he has passed away. And hopefully um, people are going to remember him for what it is. He is an icon in the industry when it comes to, to film to film it, especially the horror genre, like I said, the horror genre, he's going to be immortalized for years to come. He is going to be known as the, the king of, of the zombie maker films. Yeah, because that's all he, that's all he was famous for, to be quite honest. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, he did it. He got films made. I mean, he, I mean, I'll give him credit. He found his niche and it worked for him, you know? Definitely. And unfortunately, we have to talk about another passing on the show, and that is of Martin Landau. Martin Landau, this one hurts me a lot because I, Martin Landau is like one of my top 10 favorite actors of all time. He is, he was one of the guys who, he's one of those actors who I think was just perfect in everything he did. Never gave a bad performance, ever. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people mostly remember him for as Bela Lugosi and Ed Wood, the role he, that uh, won him the Oscar. He, uh, yeah, he won the best supporting actor for that film. Yeah, great yeah. film, great role. <laughs> yeah, oh, he was he was amazing in that. Like a lot of people, like people who who, who you know have come up to me and and, and we when we and when we talk film, uh, they they really love him in that. And and I and I tell them like. And I tell him about all his other work. I'm just like, oh, he was in the in the, in the original Mission Impossible TV series, and he was great in that. 
he was in you know nine he was number two in in that movie and and all these other roles and and a lot of people don't know that it's like wow uh you know a lot about martin lando and i'm like yeah because martin lando is fucking awesome that's why you know i mean been so much stuff over the years you just have to look at his film resume yeah, I mean, he was just fantastic as 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 Bella Lugosi, because 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 you look at Bella's career and you look at and at Landau's career, they they're eerily very similar. In that, in an interview, you know, Landau said like the best way to get into to to get into playing Lugosi was, you know, getting into his mindset, and his mindset was he would never give a bad performance, even if the movie that he made was terrible. And that is true to him as well, because he never gave a bad performance, even if the work that he did was complete shit. Yeah. I mean, Lando, I mean, he, when you look at his film resume, it's, you just have to look at it. It's like, I mean, he'd been noticeable films as like North by Northwest. He was in um, Tucker, The Man and His Dream, you know, just to name a few. Edward, just yeah. to name a few from my head. And he's one of my favorite actors of all time, and it's such a shame to, to hear he's passed away, but... He lived a long life. I mean, he was like 89 years old, and that is a long life to live. And I'm glad he, he's given us like so much, um, so much good memories. And yeah. he was the best thing about that piece of shit WCW movie, Ready to Rumble. Oh, God, he was in that. I forgot he was in that film. Yeah, <laughs> he was Sal Mandini. I... I, I think that's a good thing. I forgot he was in that film. To be honest, <laughs> I think that's a good thing. I didn't, cause yeah, I'm I'm that weird guy who remembers all all his movies, and and he was great. He was a fantastic fucking actor, and it's a shame he's no longer with us. And I hope, I hope more people are now more aware of his work, cause I want. I he's one of those guys who's like, oh, I'm like. You have to see this guy's work. He is amazing. He is just classy. He was just so well done. He was just so, so, such a great actor. And I know this is a very controversial thing to say, but I know that that at some point they wanted a a non-British actor to play James Bond. And I kind of would have liked to see Landau take on that role at some point. Because he would have pulled it off, in my opinion. Fair enough. And weirdly enough, at some point they did actually consider Adam West to be James Bond at some point. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not making that up. When like Connery expired and and they were looking for someone, they're like, yeah, you know, we could, we wanted, they they legit wanted to to get Adam West to be James Bond at one point, but he never, never fell through. Yeah. That's a, so that's uh, your interesting bit of pointless movie trivia for the day. Hooray. <laughs> but you know, let's uh, let's just get get into the to the thing that everyone wants us to talk about. Fucking Disney. Oh wow, boy, <laughs> a lot of news. Yeah, <laughs> good, uh, bad, you name it. Yeah, yeah. Um. I just want to start out with the the great stuff, which is the Ducktail stuff. We we saw we saw a clip of the series, and it looks great. It looks fantastic. Love that clip. Sets up yeah. who sets up who Scrooge is. Sets up who Donald is. Sets up the nephews. Sets up everything you need to know about the series going forward. Yeah, 
it's pretty much was a character introduction video, pretty much. Yeah. And I agree with a lot of people. I really like this incarnation of Webby. This oh, is yeah. a, this is a much better incarnation of of Webby than she than 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 you know, the original character because the original character was pretty shitty. Uncle Scrooge. <laughs> That's, oh, pretty That's pretty much was a character. But here, I like that she has a lot more interaction with with the with the, with the nephews, and I kind you kind of you know see them you know playing around, being disruptive, and Scrooge is like, no, 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 let them, let them, you know, let them, you know, have their fun, and 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 uh, and, uh, and 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 the maid is like, yeah, uh, are you sure about this? And and she's she's like trying to keep order, and he's like, no, 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 it's fine. And then he sees Donald taking a shower, taking a bath, and in the bathroom, and he's like, house meeting now. Oh, yes, <laughs> the other the other other bit of like this wasn't in the trailer, but I think it was in the press conference when they were asking the individual actors about um, different questions. Um, the guy who playing Launchpad. One of the press people asked him, "Why does if Launchpad constantly keep crashing everything? Why does Scrooge keep hiring him?" And he had one simple answer, and it explains everything perfectly because he's cheap. Pretty much. <laughs> perfect, perfect. He said Launchpad is cheap, <laughs> and Scrooge like, "Yep." <laughs> because that's that's the big difference between uh, Scrooge and his rival. Um... Uh, what's his name? Glomberg? Yeah, Flum- Glumbo- Glomberg. Glomberg will not spend a dime on anything. He's too greedy to and too prideful to spend money on anything. Scrooge will spend money, but only if it's cheap. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that's that's the that makes a lot of sense. And the best news from that from that um panel, we might get a Darkwing cameo. <laughs> We might. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Oh my! Oh my God! Are they seriously going to pull the trigger on that one? <laughs> please, please, please do it. Because <laughs> I love that question. Someone asked it, and he's like, "Oh, are you referring to the terror that flaps into the uh, in the night?" Uh, I don't. I I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, uh, damn, they'd be damn if they do, and damn if they don't. So something Darkwing ref. Something Darkwing related is going to pop up in that in the show in some way or form. I don't know how they're going to do it, but it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to do it at the same time. I mean, they already got Gizmo Duck, so they're pretty much setting up the setting up the universe at this point. And I'm oh, yeah. hoping, I'm hoping this series launches us into like you know a reboot of the Duck universe because I want to see that done done well. I oh, want to see. I want to see. I want to see the duck, the duck universe from the comics be be adapted into into uh, animation and have it be set in all in one universe. Like take what you did with Marvel and put it on the small screen with with ducks, because 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 uh, he did that shit first. They did that shit first in the comics, so yeah. Yeah, I I can see it going forward. I think that Disney seemed to have a grasp on creating universes and creating things within stuff now and yeah i i look forward to see where they're gonna go with it i'm looking forward to see darkwing duck if he turns up in it if they are saying he's gonna turn up 
But who knows? Who knows at the moment? We just have to wait and see. And, I also, and I also love the fact that they are taking old episodes and, and remaking them. I think yeah. that's that's a great way to go about this because, like I said before, the original show, while a decent show, never you know got to that point where I could call it a really great show. Like it had a lot of potential, but it just kept being held, held back. But yeah. now that we've gotten better writers and better animation and better, well, everything, we can, you know, we can move forward with that. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I would, um, and I would like to see those original stories, you know, be, be done again in, in modern times. Yeah. I love the fact that they said that the first episode, like, the, like was it the first two-parter, which is going to be like a mini film? It's going to be like the film, but with first few episodes sliced together. They're going to air it 24 hours on Disney XD for its first day. And I'm like, wait, what? That's so, unheard of. So they're basically pulling a Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm not complaining about that one bit. Yeah, because they're 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 really, really going overboard with the advertising and, and, and all that stuff. And Well, uh, wait a minute, the Disney... Um, um, twenty twenty three. They had a giant money pit made. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, God damn! I want to go in there. <laughs> it looks awesome. Yeah, I know. It's like, God damn it! I want to go in there. <laughs> my only complaint. My only complaint is that it should have been bigger. But nah. <laughs> the money pit should be bigger. <laughs> yeah, because it's huge in in this show. Yeah. I, I I know, but you don't want people jumping in it and drowning it. <laughs> that, 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 that'd be an interesting case to go to court over. So, what's the attending? A man jumped into a money bean and drowned in the money. That's that'd another. Be, that'd be, mm. That's another thing I never got in that cartoon. Is like how he can like jump all that way down on fucking money, <laughs> money. <laughs> oh, there was a. Um, Parody online ages ago. I think it was Colin Schumer where they did that when Donald Duck, um, when Scrooge McDuck jumps on the money bin stuff, and it literally it's just like it's like life is like a hurricane. Scrooge is now paralyzed. Do we do in Louie now orphans? Woohoo! <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that the Ducktales theme gone gone horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> God. I love I love the Jetsons one as well. Where where, where was it? <laughs> George has an affair with Rosie. <laughs> oh god, that was that was um, that was something else. Secret love child. <laughs> that that one was scary. <laughs> yeah, I know. But again, you know, Ducktales. I'm hyped for it. Everyone knows this, and if you don't, then. Whatever, <laughs> then you you must you must be a new listener if you don't know that I'm insanely hyped for this fucking show because it looks amazing. I am just. Oh, is it August yet? Is it August yet? <laughs> no, we still we still got half a month, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all the Ducktail stuff. That we got moving forward, and that's the good news from the convention. Let's go on to the shitter, shittier, shittier news. Mm. 
Well, I, mean, you I, I wouldn't call it shittier news, just depending on who you ask, to be quite honest. Well, I mean, we're getting... Uh, you want to go through the Pixar stuff first? Yeah, sure. I will be glad to go through the Pixar stuff. Um, so, yeah, um, they pretty much said that um, Toy Story 4, it's definitely is going to be a thing. Um, apparently, Pixar Studios, that's basically saying they're building on the Toy Story 4 franchise at the moment. And apparently, um, it's going to be interesting. um, Lansker announced that he would no longer be co-directing the film, which is a big announcement, and that Josh um, Coopley would instead be handling the film solo. So, as you know, basically, these two have worked on these these Toy Story films since the first three, and now basically handing off the reins to someone else. but yeah, apparently it's going to be scheduled for 2019. Um, nothing much about it has been announced apart from it, we're, we got a release date, it's June 21st, um, 2019. And um, it's only going to be one director now, not <coughs> the two. And um, apparently Tom Hanks and um, Tim Allen are, go- are coming back to do the voices of the characters as well. Well, I mean, Tim Allen will do anything for a fucking paycheck these days. <laughs> I, I still love that joke he makes constantly. It's the one where he said, I've worked with one of the finest actors in um, in Hollywood, and I spent zero screen time with him. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and uh, I, I just, I don't know how to feel about it, to be quite honest. Because like I said, I, I think Toy Story is a perfect trilogy. Let it say a trilogy. No one asked for a fourth part. Cause... Yeah, I don't know why they're doing a fourth one. I, I mean, I was fine with them doing all those um, shorts they did back the last few years. I thought they were perfectly fine, those were. But making a new feature film? Yeah. And especially it's disheartening because of the way that the third one ended. The third one ended in a perfect way. I yeah. thought that ended perfectly. I thought that ended in a way that says we're not going to be doing any more fucking sequels. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, really? Okay. It's going to be interesting, but, you know. I'm just kind of curious to see who they get to, re- to replace Don Rickles now that he's no longer with us. Yeah, I know. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe they're going to get someone that sounds like me. I mean, they, they managed to replace Slinky, and to be perfectly honest, I didn't notice the difference, to be perfectly honest there. But I, I know that's harsh of me saying that, but at the same time, I'm like, it's the industry. It, it, when it comes to voice acting, if someone passed away or not going to do the role anymore, they can easily get someone else to do it. I know, and, and and the great thing about Disney is like each of their current voice actors for the um, for the main characters, Don Donald, Mickey, and Goofy, they all train other people to to do the voice because when they pass away, that person that they train will take over the role from them. Yeah, exactly. And the um, what is it? Every single time you hear Woody's voice, it's not Tim. Tom Hanks, it's um, his brother. I cannot remember what his name is. Uh, Jim, Jim Hanks. Jim Hanks. And he does every single voice of Woody outside of the films. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, you, and you can't tell the difference. I know. <laughs> Which is amazing, you know? And again, but but again, like, I don't understand why they're making 
you know, another one, but okay, whatever, you know. It makes money. I know, it makes money. But yeah, the other announcements that um, on the Pixar side, D twenty three, they have announced that. Well, a film I really like, and a film adore, really adores, is The Incredibles two. Um, another high point was um, they apparently they did show some footage from Incredibles two, apparently, but that it's not going to get released online because they're dicks like that. Yeah, yeah, Disney are a little bit mm, about that, but I guarantee, give it until December, you're going to see a trailer for it. I guarantee it. Um, director Brad um, Bird is going to be returning, who I'm um, going to be returning directing it, and he is going to come back as Edna Mole, the character to voice as well. Um, apparently, um, they got pretty much the whole entire voice cast to come back. From, from from the family and also um, Frozone as Samuel Jackson is coming back to reprise it and um, apparently the story is that it's going to perceive straight after when um, for those who remember the film at the very end of the film we had a sequence with the Underminer coming up from the ground and basically saying he's going to take over everything apparently it's going to lead on straight from that. God, I hope he becomes the main antagonist in this. I want the Underminer to be the bad guy. Uh, that'd be amazing to see. And apparently those entertainers also were given a sneak print in progress scenes with uh, apparently Baby Jack. Uh, Baby Jack Jack apparently is um, developing his superpowers as well. They got some test footage of that and see him develop his powers. That hasn't a release date. That's coming out next year in 2018 in June 15th. And I mean, Brad said that... Apparently, they've been doing several animation tests to update the models and the characters performing the lines and the dialogue from the original film. And they have got some stuff finished already. That's why they showed off a tiny bit of the footage from the second film. And apparently, it's coming on really nicely. I I mean, Incredibles 2, the first Incredible film, it did something that um, at the time about superheroes, which was funny. But I think now it's a good time to bring the Incredibles back because, I mean, you just have to look at the media now. Superheroes are everywhere. I know. It's the perfect time to do it. And the thing was that was good about the first Incredible film, it's satire superheroes. You know? I like the, the, the first movie so much because it, it, it has a great message of you're never too old to, to stop doing what you love doing. And I love yeah. that so much, so much. I love that. I love that message. And I, I, I mean, I, I love that it home, plays homage to so many different genres. Like so apart from superhero, they had, you had the spy genre, you had the the um, gadget genre. You know, I mean, you have all these different genres, and it works so well. You know. And I love, um, I love Syndrome because unlike other Disney villains, he was just. He was just a complete monster from beginning to end, with no, yeah. no redeeming qualities. Yeah, and I think they even made um, reference to that. Um, there was a Disney, what was it, Disney game that came out? You had like little figures and stuff like that. Oh, Disney Infinity. Yeah, and they, I think they even make reference to that, that he is a complete monster and he has no redeeming quality and he's only the easy, only true villain in the game. 
I'm I'm sad that that got canceled because the original plans that were they were gonna have like story DLC where Syndrome teams up with the other bad guys and they take on the good guys and that would have been awesome. Yeah, and I mean Pix. Um, you want me to go on to the next bit of news involving Pixar? Or yeah, um, Incredibles two. I don't know how I feel about it yet, but I'll wait until I see a trailer. Yeah, so. Pixar had two more announcements as well up their sleeve. Apparently, Landers promised early announcement about a movie in the works. It's got, it hasn't got a title yet. And none stood out more than this original fantasy adventure. Apparently, it's going to be done by the guy who uh, writes slash direct uh, Monster University. And, yeah, apparently it's going to be a fantasy world when it follows a teenage elf as he goes on a journey to spend one final day with their lost, um, yeah, deal with these teenage elves that are going to go along and going to spend their final day with their lost father. Apparently, concept art showed that it was involved with uh, surprisingly dark with unicorns and portrayed with a reverent routine theme going out through, throughout all of it as well. So, God, don't don't let this be another brave. Don't let this be another brave. Apparently, an emotion, apparently um, explained that it's inspired from his own personal story. The filmmaker lost his father, and apparently, at a elderly age, and has never been able to hear his voice until until um, Shona and his brother. Apparently, him and his brother revealed it on a home family tape. But apparently, this whole idea for this film is on this director's um, passing of his own own father. It was never able to hear his voice until many years later. And I think, you know, here's the thing I've always wanted from Pixar to do. I wa- always wanted them to do a serious movie. And I yeah. hope that this is the serious movie. Yeah. Because I don't know if a lot of people remember this, but the teaser trailers for Brave were so good. So good. Oh. Like they because they were cryptic as shit. You didn't know what you were watching with that. It's like, oh, well, what is this? It was like just this girl in the woods, and she's an archer, and 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 you didn't know anything about it. But then when the movie came out, it's like, ah, fuck, it's a Disney movie. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, that's what I mean. It's it seemed like that. That's the one thing I like about it is that it seems like it's going to take a personal story, which Pixar are very good at doing. And they're gonna basically it's going it's going to be about um about two teenage elves basically spending one final day with their father, which could work in so many ways. You can do so much with that concept. And they haven't done fantasy either, from my knowledge or my recollection of, of their film catalogue at the moment. I mean, well they've done Brave, but I don't know if Brave counts as fantasy. Yeah, that's a yeah, Bray's a complicated one. I'm, I'm not going to touch Bray. Um, so yeah, they announced that, and the um, the other stuff they showed off as well, which is what they announced this, and apparently Disney announced what Pixar are going to be doing, working with someone. But I'll go into this next one. Um, apparently, um, their next big film release is Coco, and they showed off. Extended sequences and a trailer of the film there as well, along with the um, main character um, spending time with someone from the Land of the Dead. And because it's based on the whole theme of 
um, Day of the Dead, when um, the uh, when the dead come back to Earth and spend the day with us and such like that. And it looks very. I like the colours. It's very vibrant, and I think it looks interesting. I liked it better when it was called the Book of Life. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know why they call it Coke. I don't know why they changed it to Coco. I have no idea why they've done that, but the book of maybe they just change it because it's more it's a more simplistic name. I don't know. And and maybe with a name Coco it might sell more, you know? You've never seen the Book of Life, dude. That was a great movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, but at the same time, with that name I'm just saying, you're trying to sell this to kids. I guess I don't know. Yeah, that's that that that's what I'm getting at. It's at the same time I can understand why they changed the name, but at the same time it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm not too fussed about the name change, but but they showed off like the seek a sequence from it, and they showed off very fancy work, and I thought it looks it looks cute. It looks like one of those films that is going to be very different, and I think that. It's going to be fun. I, it's going to be a very musical film. <laughs> you can tell from what they showed off. It's going to be a very musical film. And that's that, that's pretty much it for the Pixar stuff. Oh, there's one more thing. What is that? You want to hear it? Yeah, what is that? Apparently Pixar's partnering up with um, Square Enix. Because in Kingdom Hearts 3... There's a there's a Pixar level and it's on Toy Story. <laughs> and um, they showed off they actually showed off actual footage and gameplay in the levels. It looks very good. Um, just, uh, you just had to ruin fucking Toy Story for me, didn't you, Square? You just had to. Um, that's not the only thing they're doing. Apparently, um, Disney's told Square Enix, we want you to work with Pixar to get the game finished. Get the game finished? <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously. They have told them to work with them. They have told Square Enix, we want you to work with Pixar. Pixar are going to be dealing with the animation from now on. Okay, then. <laughs> to get the game finished. Lazy fuckers. I think Disney's pretty much got fed up with Square Enix. Keep delaying the game. <laughs> That's my honest opinion. The reason why they've done this. Yeah, because Disney is Disney. You know, for those who don't know, getting the Disney license in video games is a fucking nightmare. It really is. Because <laughs> uh, they don't hand that shit out to to everyone. Yeah, and I think they just want. They essentially just want the game done. Because I think they're just cause, fed up with waiting for it. Because they announced this game back in 2014, and it's 2017, and we still, it's just, uh, they still have no release date for it. <laughs> it does have a release date now, though. 2018. Okay, okay. It has a release date. Apparently it's coming out in December. Apparently it's coming out November 2018. Okay, so they got a, a year and a half to... To, uh... Yeah, finished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, good good luck with that. I, I personally cannot stand the Kingdom Hearts series, but you know, whatever. It's a yeah. thing. It's a thing that exists. A, with me, it's a love, really, um, love hate relationship. Personally, 
Because I, I remember playing the, the second one and it was a piece of shit. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Anyway. Oh, yeah. That's the Pixar side. <laughs> and what was... Oh, God. Now we get on to the stupid fucking shit. Oh. Disney apparently still thinks that it's a good idea to keep making live-action movies of their fucking classics. I don't know yeah. why, but they're still doing it. They're still thinking that this is a great idea. Yeah, I quickly go through the ones that we already know about. Um, They're making Mulan, Mulan, Mulan and, and, and uh, Aladdin and The Lion King. Okay, right. Mulan, they come in the middle of filming. Have you heard about who they cast in the film for Mulan recently? Who did they cast? The original actress who voiced Mulan in, in the film. God, how old is she? I think she's going to be playing, in the live action one, she's going to be playing Mulan's mum. Well, of course. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, so there's that. Um, apparently they're in production for a live action Dumbo film, which is in production, and it's going to be directed by Tim Burton. Oh, God. They showed off Dumbo. Jesus Christ, he looks terrifying. <laughs> oh, God. It, it, it gets better. It's get better. Aladdin? Guy Richard's going to be directing it. Aladdin is my favorite Disney movie of all time, and it appalls <laughs> me. And it appalls me that that cunt is directing it. So yeah, they announced. Um, they announced who's playing Aladdin, Jasmine, and the genie. Um, the big one being who's playing the genie. It's going to be Will Smith. Wicked, wicked, wild, wicked, wicked, wild, wild, wild west. <laughs> I just, I just want him to do his um, French, French Prisabella stick. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I know that sounds like, oh, I just want to see Fresh Bruno Belair again. But at the same time, I'm just like, you know what? Do it. Do it for this role. It will make perfect sense, and it will fit in so well. <laughs> oh, God, I'm actually looking at a photo of Dumbo. Holy fuck! <laughs> oh, you're terrifying. <laughs> Pat Paddington Bear, I I take back everything bad I said about you. <laughs> this is more terrifying. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Holy fucking shit! Yep. So yeah, um, there's more. Um, they announced one more as well. Um, The Lion King. Um, apparently Dwayne Dwayne Johnson's going to be in it. We don't know what role he's playing, but he's finally he's going to be in it. Um, John Fazio will be um, directing it. And they have announced a scar in the form of Hugh Jackman. So they get fucking James Earl Jones to come back, but they don't get Jeremy Irons to come back. Fuck you, assholes. Well, the thing is, it, it was going to be a live-action adaptation... It, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I've got to wait until a trailer come out. But Hugh Jackman as a bad guy, okay. Uh, it'd be interesting to see. I, I'm, I'm still laughing my ass off that Donald Glover is, being, is voicing Simba. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I really don't. 
well, well, you know. <laughs> God. Well, the thing is that they're not, they're not, they're not going to get everyone one to one back to do the live action version of the film. So you know, they're going to have to get new people. But they got James Earl Jones back. Yeah, I know, but you know. I don't know. I mean, it's such a shame because I actually did want to see Rowan Atkinson come back as Zazu because he was great in that movie. Oh, he was fantastic. I love, um, I love when he made this a small world after all reference. Yeah, I know. <laughs> sing me a song. He starts singing small world after all, and he's like, "Not that song." Uh, I need to watch The Lion King again. It's been years since I've seen that movie. The last time I saw it was when they put it back in cinemas for its anniversary. Oh, God, please don't tell me you saw that in 3D, because the 3D was awful from what I hear. Oh, no, I didn't see it in 3D, but yeah, it was pretty cool seeing it on the big screen again. Because I remember watching that movie nonstop on VHS, and goddamn. Oh, yeah, it was that, and like, it was that and Aladdin I watched constantly um, when it was back on, when, it, when I had it on VHS, and, you know... It, I mean, still, still, right now, I still don't know how I feel about women doing these live action, action films. Um, they seem to have an audience, and they seem to be popular with people. You know, I, mean, I, I think I think the coolest thing about Aladdin is that Jafar's voice actor plays him in the stage version as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, Jonathan Freeman, what a great, great actor! Great actor. That's what I, I mean. I'm. I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to. I was looking forward to Aladdin until I heard um, it was Guy Ritchie. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now I want. Tell me. Look. Now I want to see fucking Ving, uh, Vinnie Jones as fucking Jafar. No, 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 no. <laughs> I want to see that no, no, now. No, no, the way you do it, Vinnie Jones as Yago. <laughs> you fucking wanker! <laughs> yeah, you have him as that, and oh God, and no, no, you have Jason Statham as um, Jafar. Jason Statham, <laughs> you fucking wanker! <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh God, I want to see that now. Jason Statham and, and fucking Vinnie Jones as Iago. It's gonna be emotional. <laughs> If that's the case, Jesus Christ, who, who knows? Because uh, for those who aren't familiar with Guy Ritchie's work, he he makes a lot of geezer movies, that's why. Well, I mean, his last outing was um, King Arthur, and that did poorly at the box office, and critically as well. It had David Beckham as a cameo in it. <laughs> he had actual lines as well. Oh, okay, now I want to see that, just, just for that. It's like watching Game of Thrones and having fucking David Beckham show. <laughs> oh god! He just turns up. He's like, "All right, guys, you want to game of footy over there?" Oh man! Glorious nepotism! Glorious nepotism! Just, 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 just have uh, David Beckham have have a football game again. The white. The White Walkers, and then just 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 make sure he wins normally. If it comes the penalty shootout, run the fuck away. 
Oh, man. Are terrible at taking penalty shootouts. They have always had and always will be. It's like, okay, guys, uh, we, we got a new recruit at the wall. Who is it? David Beckham. What's he in for? Well, he married Posh Spice. That monster! <laughs> David Posh Spice. And uh, said, like, well, that's not too bad. He let her go back on, on a reunion tour twice. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I mean, I know he said murderers and rapists, but this is just... Wow! <laughs> David Beckham sent to the wall for that. <sighs> what a, yeah. That's a thing. Well, anyway... Yep. That's the live-action stuff. What else did they announce? They showed off behind-the-scene footage of um, Star Wars Lost Jedi. It's, or, or, as I like to, or as I like to call it, we're too, we're too cheap to cut a trailer, so here's some behind-the-scenes behind stuff. I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, great. You would love it. But Me. I, I want a trailer, to be quite honest. So yeah, they announced that. Um, nothing really to show off and talk about in that. Um, no new plot details have been revealed either, so the audience got the chance to watch behind the scenes reel. That's about it. Um, and apparently there's a few sequences in the trailers they showed off, but no plot details. Then the big one, um, Marvel, uh, Marvel had their turn. Avengers Infinity War. Yep, they uh, pulled the trigger on this before um, San Diego Comic-Con. Interesting choice. Um, they talked about what's going to be going on with it. Uh, apparently some things were kept low-key. Um, they, well, showed... they, they gave away the fact that the Black Hand is in this. Yep, they gave away that. They showed off all the character signs. They look really good. I will give them credit for that. It, it looks really good, their designs. Um Apparently, they had some of the Avengers actors there. Um, Chris Hemsworth, um, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr. were there. They were talking about um, they were talking about it's been almost past ten years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and um, yeah, they were just talking about that and how these characters are going to meet up and whatnot. Yeah, they didn't show off too much. They showed off bits and glances and uh, what's going to be happening going forward with it. Because if you want to see the other shit, you got to wait till a week <laughs> until Comic-Con. Yeah, they only showed off the Black Order and basically talked about how was how is, is it been, been almost 10 years since the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, they talked about the Infinity Stones in great detail, and they showed off the final, they showed off the Infinity Gauntlet, and the guy playing Thanos came out with it. No, no, not like a little plastic one he was holding, and the actual prop version of it, they actually brought it out and he was holding it. It would have been much more cool if he was wearing it, but, you know, if you've seen the size of the prop, Jesus Christ, it's huge. <laughs> have you seen it? Yeah, I know. Jeez. It is bloody hell. It's massive. It's... <laughs> oh, well, we're finally getting to the Infinity Gauntlets. They've been doing how many movies to lead up to this cunting movie? Well, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I think they've done, done a good job leading up to it, you know, even though they pushed it back an extra five five years, give or take. But, you know. 
because the world needed Spider-Man. Well, no, I think they wanted to save him and they did Ultron and there was no build-up to Ultron whatsoever. Hey, I'm look, guys. Like, hey, look, guys. Yeah. It's Ultron. Uh, okay. I, I'm still never going to let that go. I fucking hate Age of Ultron. Fuck that movie. Yeah. I mean, there was no build-up to Age of Ultron and to the Ultron character. I'm there. I've said it. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Awful movie. Um, but yeah, you got the Avengers stuff, so if you're hyped up for that, you'll probably see more of that Comic-Con, and I'm, I'm like, nah. <laughs> I really, I'm beyond giving a shit at this point. <laughs> yeah. And the only other stuff that Disney said that there's going to be a, um, yeah, apparently they're doing a short um, Frozen um, film before Coco, uh, which is called Olaf's Frozen Adventure. And they said there's a Frozen 2 death coming and is in the work. Look, Disney, all, I understand, against- like, I understand you want to make Frozen into a franchise, but why can't you just do what you did with Tangled and just make a TV series? Tangled has a TV series? Yeah, they have a TV series, dude. Wow. Well, show, show you why, though. And it's and it's it's okay. It's not as good as the movie, but it's okay. But I mean, I mean, if you want to make it a franchise, just just make it a TV series. It's much cheaper than to to waste money on making another movie. But whatever, these movies make money, and no one expected the first Frozen to make as much as it did, but it did, and it became a cultural movie. And ah, we have to live with it now. Yeah, what I mean, it's like Disney's. D23. It has a lot of pro- a lot, a lot, a lot of promise. It got some good stuff. They got some stuff that some people looking for in particular. Um, from the cartoons, they went on talking about their theme parks as well. Firstly, um, I like the lineup. I, I'm looking forward to most of the stuff they're offering. Well, I'm looking forward to Ducktales and. And probably, maybe Incredibles 2 when I see a trailer. Yeah, I mean, Incredibles 2, again, have you seen the artwork they showed off for it, the poster? It looks okay. I like the poster. The poster's cool. I mean, yeah, it's cool, but, you know, I kind of want a trailer. <laughs> well, I mean, they did show off of stuff, but they're not going to release it. Not not until official trailer's finally made. Oh, well, Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually, I actually do want that print of of the original Ducktales cast meeting the new Ducktales cast. I thought that looks really cool. I that was cool. That was that that was really well put together. I kind of want that. I don't know if they're selling that online, but if they but if they aren't, then shit. Yeah. Who knows? Just have to wait and see. Okay, and that's that's pretty much it for the um, for Ooh. the um, for the D twenty three stuff. I found a little bit of interesting news. It's not involving the D twenty three. And what is it? It's just a really really quick announcement. Um, Boom Studios announced that um, they're going to have their hand in reviving Nickelodeon are having a big revitalization at the moment with all their old nineteen properties. Apparently, they're going to be making a Rugrats comic. 
Okay, then. And the writer of it is going to be um, Box Brown, uh, for those who don't know who he is. Um, he, the guy who did the Andre the Giant comic um, that came out in 2014, and the critically acclaimed comic that came out um, last year called Tetris, the games people play. So, yeah, that's what's been going on. And it's going to be 32 pages long. Okay, then. Okay, then, Disney. Yep. Well, Rugrats comic, okay. Yeah, sure, whatever. Why not? Well, I mean, they've done Invader Sim, and that's... That's proved to be popular, and what is it? Um, they're finally letting um, the creator of Hey Arnold finally do the Jungle movie. I'm still just waiting on to see if that Invader Zim news was real or not. Because. <laughs> what, well, the teaser trailer? Yeah. <laughs> More than likely, I, it's 50 50 at the moment on that. Just yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, that's, why I'm wait, that's why I'm waiting until Comic Con, because I want to see what they're planning on doing with that. Yeah. But I know that Jonan's relationship with Nickelodeon is much better now than it was a couple of years ago when he left. Yeah. So there's that. And let's just... <sighs> let's just get on to the thing that everyone really wants us to talk about. The thing that's pretty much caused the internet to go into a fucking shitstorm. Yeah. Um, you want to introduce the bit of the news? <laughs> Thirteen. Uh, I mean, the Thirteenth Doctor was announced. Yeah, oh boy. Yep. And it's the lady from Broadchurch. Well, it, I wasn't too surprised about that because the new showrunner is the original show is the showrunner and creator of Ball Church. Nepotism. So, yeah, so I'm not too surprised about it. And to be honest, it got out ages ago. They were going to try to do a female, a female doctor. It was eventually going to happen. I know, but they couldn't have picked a worse time. They could not have picked a worse time to do this. I mean, I know why they're doing it. I mean, the ratings are in the goddamn shitter, and they want a gimmick to to, to get people watching again. Like, yeah. make, make no goddamn mistake about it. This is all just one big gimmick. Yeah. It, it's obvious why they've done it, because they test the waters with the Master, and they made the Master into a female... And it proved to be popular, so they thought, why not do it with the Doctor? Uh, I think for years, um, they either wanted a female Doctor, or they wanted a um, black actor to portray the character. They got female finally in the role. Um, like I said, um, they test the waters with it, but at the same time, the internet, oh my god, they exploded over this, like, 
they were raging, they were ranting. Like, I'm going to quickly explain the cycle of the Doctor Who fan in three easy steps. First, the hate and the rage. Then, then to, okay, we give them a chance. Then it turns into, we love them, best Doctor forever. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's the cycle of the Doctor Who fan. And at this point, you know what? I've really stopped caring about Doctor Who. I know that's bad of me to say because I've been such a long-time fan of the product. And, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I'm more ashamed of the fan base at the moment than I am with the casting choice. Because the casting choice really is just bleh. But I think to me, I think the thing that really irritates me the most, and this really made made me really pissed off at work, was just the reaction from people. Like so many debates and and and, and conversations about this and that and and oh. blah blah blah. And, and some people made good points, some people didn't. But but at the end of the day, it's just white noise. You know, the BBC doesn't care. They're not going to read this shit. They don't care. They're you know. They're just gonna do what they're what they're gonna do to save ratings, but this is not gonna save ratings because the, the you know Doctor Who is not in a good place right now. And instead of thinking of a way to to maybe rejuvenate the entire fucking show, they think okay, we'll just cast you know a female as the Doctor, and you know people will just watch it. And you need more than that because if you if that's all you're doing, then that isn't gonna bring in any new any new viewers. Because the new viewers are going to be lost, they're they're probably going to watch one episode and they're going to be lost because they don't have they have no fucking idea what's going on, and they're going to leave, and then you're going to have the hardcore fans who put up with your bullshit for for a couple of series now, and they're probably going to leave because they're like, yeah, we're we're tired of this shit. You're not, you know, you're not improving the show. You're just um, you're just doing whatever you want to do. You're not giving a shit about 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 the show getting better or, or or not you're just doing what you want to do and we're done with that and it's just gonna then the ratings are just gonna still stagnate and they're just gonna go and and and, and blame sexism or whatever and to, to try to cope for the fact that they've ran this fucking show to the gr- goddamn ground the thing is that when people were talking about this it's like the, the common words are always saying it's like i'm not sexist and i'm like jesus christ that's not a good argument and there's some really good um, arguments with, like, saying, comparing it to Star Trek, saying that, oh, change is good because, basically, it, it has the same theme as Doctor Who, has the same theme as Star Trek. It's it's about um, acceptance and change. And I'm like, that's a good argument. I, I, get, I get on board with that. But the problem is with going forward with this decision, I feel that, like you said, it's to do with ratings. It's to do with they want to shake up the status quo they want to do something new and i think personally i don't think that they are thinking too clearly too clearly on it again jody um witch checker she's not a bad actress she's been on a lot of good stuff um I'll give you an idea what she's been in she's been in um british science fiction film um attack the block she's um she was one of the main Actually, um, one of the main people in the episode, um, the entire history of Black Mirror. Um, she was a recur- she was one of the main characters on Broadchurch. It's you know, she's not a bad choice. Don't I mean don't 
don't get me wrong with that. She's not a bad choice. She is a good choice for the role. I think at the moment, with how things are within the media, how people are taking things, it, with especially with political correctness and the gender thing at the moment. Jesus Christ, the gender thing at the moment here in the UK has gone out the window. Have you heard about the stupid thing they've done with the London Underground recently? What did they do now? Okay, right. For London Underground, this is me going off a tangent. I do apologize for this. Um, they no longer have ladies and gentlemen announcement. They completely abolish that now. They're going to have a general mutual announcement now. Oh, because we don't want to hurt people's fucking feelings. Fuck off! Exactly, and it's 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 that mentality at the moment. It's it's what not helping at the moment, you, you know. And it is at this point, it's like, why are you doing this? Why are you going this direction? Are you doing this because you're doing this for the right reasons, or you're doing this because you want the gang ratings, you want to do better and stuff, etc. I mean, it's clear it's a fucking ratings move because because someone made a good point about this. He's they're like. Do you really think if Peter Capaldi wasn't bringing in shit ratings, they would have, you know, replaced him with someone? No. Because if he was bringing in good ratings, they would have kept him on, but they didn't. Yeah, there were talks about the reason why they, why. Well, apparently he said he's going on his own recall, but then there's some rumors going out recently. Again, pinch of salt, just take this with a pinch of salt. Apparently he's going because they told him we need someone younger. The old doctor's not working. I would not be shocked if that was the case. Yeah. And I mean, there's some stupid stuff going around as well. Have you, sorry, have you seen the hashtags going around and say, uh, my doctor ha- has a dick? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> or the other one, which I thought is, which is kind of amazing. I thought this is Doctor Who, not Doctor Womb. <laughs> Doctor Womb, okay, that's a good one. <laughs> Gotta use that one at some point. <laughs> That one, I will give, give him credit for. I'm like, okay, that, that, the doc, yeah, you know. And there's even a parody video that's been made of it, which is quite funny. It's basically, it's a self-help line of um, when people are basically calling into the BBC and talking to a woman about the, um, talking about why the doctor's now a woman and stuff like that. It's like a self-help help line. That, that was quite funny, that parody video. You need to see it after we've done the podcast. But all anyone listening... You need to watch that video. It's one of the funniest things um, I, I, I've seen. You know, but... Personally, I don't think... It's not going to fix anything. It really isn't. <laughs> the only way you can fix the show at the moment is the new showrunner. It's it's down to him to fix it. Personally, the showrunner for Broadchurch... Um, the creator of that, um, the guy who's doing it is um, Chris um, Chinbourne. Um, he's basically done Torchwood. Uh, he has worked on Torchwood before beforehand. He's done. Um, he actually done quite a lot of the episodes in um, in um, Torchwood in the first two series, actually. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> Someone actually made a good point. What, what the fuck is up with the goddamn trench coat and, and fucking hoodie combo? God, yeah, that so... looks fucking tacky. <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's something off about this. Oh, yeah. No fucking 35-year-old woman dresses like this. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. But no, like I said, they got that... Um... 
there. Um, again, Chris, he's worked on Life on Mars. He's worked on Torchwood. He's worked on Doctor as a writer already. He's worked on Law and Order UK, and uh, he's worked. He's the creator of Broad Church, you know. And he did the TV movie for the Great Train Robbery that came out back in 2013. And you know what? I'm I'm looking for. I don't know. I, 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 I think the show is beyond help at this point. Like, it's just dead in the water, and it most likely will get cancelled at some point. It I mean, is. When you look at it, it does feel like it's going the same route as... Um, as the original series. Oh, yeah, unfortunately. Especially with the eerie similarities between Capaldi and Baker... You know, because Baker got fired because the original showrunner didn't like him, and yeah, and um, and McCoy's run was a complete mess because they didn't know what the fuck they wanted to do with the show after that, and then they decided to do to do a reboot. Well, not a reboot. They wanted to do a a completely new start, a soft reboot, if you will, with with Pete, Paul McGann. That unfortunately went nowhere, and then they, then then it would just got cancelled and got put on hiatus for a, a a good decade before it came yeah. back, and that's what's happening right now. <laughs> Ratings are down, fan interest is down. We're just gonna pull a pull a pull a pull a pull a what? Uh, try to try to rejuvenate the product with with a with like uh, a weird casting choice and. You know, we'll see if the ratings improve, but they won't, and then when they won't, they'll get cancelled. Yeah, I mean, my mate made a very good comment about it um, back yesterday. He said um, this, and I'm going to quote word the word what he said to If somebody is able to give, um, give a clear, well-thought-out argument as to why Doctor Who can't be a woman, that doesn't start with the words, I'm not a sexist, dot, 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 then that would be great. I'm personally still pissed that um, that he slash um, he slash she isn't ginger still, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that, that has been a recurring joke with with the doctor at the moment. He wants to be ginger. <sighs> I don't even know anymore. I mean, this show is just dead to me at this point. Dead to me, dead to me, Jim. <laughs> Because I don't think Mo- anyone can, can fix what Moffat did to the fucking show. The only way I can see them fix it, they take a year break out and basically the new showrunner basically has, has a year worth of preparing all this to get ready to film for the following year. Or better yet, actually plan out your goddamn story arc beforehand. That'd be nice. What I mean, again, it's like Moffat took a year out in 2015. And he did nothing! He did nothing. The season was... Meh. <laughs> With much way to put it. It wasn't a good season. It wasn't a t- the one of his worst. It was meh. Well, Series 10 was complete garbage, though, from what I hear. It is not amazing. It's pretty... There's some good moments in some episodes here and there, but a lot of it's like... Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I have to say. 
So yeah, um, <laughs> I I don't know what else to tell you, man. I think I think the show's done. It's dead in the water. There's no recovering it. It's just it's just a shell of its former self, and and I don't think anything they do at this point is gonna fix it. Nothing yeah. they do will fix it because they need to completely. The only way they can fix this is if they do a soft reboot. Like, pull a fucking Genesis wave or some shit like that. Yeah. But even then, that would be... That that would kind of... I just want a reason that explains why the continuity is so fucked. Or better yet, give me actual con- a set of rules and stick to those goddamn rules. Then you can have actual continuity, you know? Yeah. Someone made a good point today. They said, oh, Doctor Who does not have good continuity. It has the illusion of continuity. It references old events, but it never, you know, has those events have any impact on the actual story. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. God, this is going to make you laugh. What? Um, there's someone um, for the um, last last year, Doctor Who, um, the director for it was a woman called Rachel uh, Talen. I think I'm saying the name correctly. I'm just looking at her resume. And one of her earliest jobs, she was the producer for A Nightmare on Elm Street Forward, The Dream Master. Oh, wow. <laughs> just, just let that sink in. And she also was the director of Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. <laughs> oh god and tank girl oh my god she she did tank girl yeah she directed the final two episodes of this season holy fuck holy fuck that's when she just started started out cause I, I, I know that they released a new commentary for tank girl recently and it's kind of weird cause they don't come into it until like halfway through. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird commentary. Yeah. That's yeah, uh learn something new every day. That is bizarre. Yeah. So um with that said, uh well th- we wanna thank you all for listening. Hope you didn't didn't get bored of us rambling on about this stuff, but uh we're done now. We're done. We're done. So uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye.